The Friday Profile. For now, we get to get into conversation with the force behind one of the best and uh, most successful township businesses, uh, Busy Corner, and that is Mazwani. Um, that is Ritazwani, of course. And the book is entitled Conquering um, the Poverty of the Mind uh, from Shipping Container to Busy Corner, the Entrepreneurial Journey of the, the, the Shisanyama uh, Pioneer. Now, she is actually the Managing Director of uh, Ngobani Investments Group and the founder of Busy Corner Mbizo Shisanyama. And if I had to read and go through the various accolades she's received over the years, our 30 minutes with her, with her uh, would be up. Uh, so it's worth picking up this book if you want to learn more about uh, township, it, it, the, the township economy and, of course, businesses that operate out of the township that have managed to, to, to make a serious success of it. She's a serial entrepreneur because beyond Busy Corner, she's managed to also um, add her touch and her name and her experience, of course, in other industries. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's really wonderful to have you here. Thank you. From the minute we saw, um, the book was launched on the 9th, right? Yes. The minute we saw, we said we have to, have to, have to delve into this particular entrepreneurial journey. Congratulations. Thank you so much. How many years is it now since Busy Corner? Um, it's been 20 years. Amazing. In fact, it's been 22. Mm. I remember 20 years because I handed over in 2017. So for me, it's been 20 years when I said, okay, enough now. <laughs> you as a founder, you yes. know, founders have a serious challenge in handing over and yes. letting somebody else steer mm. the ship and begin a new vision. Mm. Was that difficult for you? Well, if I were to be honest, yes, yes it was. It's the founder's dilemma. Mm. Um, but something that was comforting for me, I wasn't handing the business over to a stranger. Yes. I was handing the business to Senzo Sakem Klongo, who is my son, and who started with me when he was also eight years. So I knew, I knew exactly that he understands how the business runs and the values of the business. Yes. Yeah. I was just looking through the book. Um, and what I love about memoirs, of course, is, are the pictures, you mm-hmm. know, the pictures that people include. Mm-hmm. And you have, uh, you've kept oh, you, the pot, the mm-hmm. first, first pop pot that you started with in this business and many of us who know uh, who are especially uh, um, Africans we know these pots Mm. they're those big uh, pots that at the bottom they've seen better days (laughs) they have those folds they are burnt at the bottom so this pot is still there yes it is Mm, you keep this two liter as a reminder of what those early humble days yes I keep it as a reminder and I keep it you know to look at it at some time and and think that you know um, what a journey it has been Mm. because that two liter pot when I started um, in 1997 it used to have you you can only cook up to 10 portions in it and when I look at it and I'm thinking that those 10 portions would not even would last in fact the whole day (laughs) basically I would sell less than 10 portions and um, and that was in a container Yes. So it does remind me of my humble beginnings. And, and that and was enough then, but now you can't get through enough portions. No, no, we can't. It's 20 litre pots, you know, over the weekend we cook about, you know, six, eight, ten, twenty 20 litre pots. Mm. Um, yeah, 
but but it's it's hanging. I found a special place for it, and even in another business that we've opened now at Mbizo Shisanyama, yes. I have a pot where we started in in Eponi Park. Cause that one is where we started in Ivory Park, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna hang that one in 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 in, in Midrand. Yes, yes, wonderful. These mm. mementos are important. You know, they're they little, are. they're very important artifacts, and we need to document our journeys as well. So, how much do you go through? Because they're also beautiful images of the meat that is cooked and sold uh, uh, at the business. But when you think of the scale, how much meat are you going through? How much, uh, uh, if we had to look at carrots or tomatoes or even millimeal, what's the size, what what kind of volumes are we talking? Yeah, I remember this question I was asked many years ago (laughs) when I was still very much operationally involved at Busy Corner and I was talking about tons. But um, we can simply say, you know, when you look at on a monthly basis, um, we're talking about 15 to to 20,000 kilogram of meat wow. so it's more than two tons but then we also it's beef it's um it's lamb we include chicken as well um yeah because we are about shisanyama mm. and obviously when i commercialized it i was looking at the fact that at some point you know we'll be able to address the issue of value chain yes and start talking about owning you know farms mm. and apatos you know go down to 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 meet will sale and then distribute to our shisanyamas yeah mm. so i had a bigger a bigger vision for it yes. it wasn't just about busy corner and and and, and shisanyama only but it was more about adding value you know to the to the bigger community and Absolutely. creating job opportunities as well but but the bigger the bigger vision mm. is to say at the end what is it that we're going to leave for the generations to come and for me why i wrote that book and shisanyama as well is the vehicle to that vision to say we need to leave them in economic freedom we know our parents you know they left us a political freedom and you know how much they had to enjoy and in my book it's a case of sharing those stories to say anyone who wants to become an entrepreneur. Yeah. Many young young people that were coming to Busy Corner, whereby they were asking me, Ma, how did you do it? I would share with them. But then I realized I'm not going to reach all of them. Yes. Rather, let me write a book. You are a pioneer uh, when it comes to the Chisanyama space within yes. the food category. I know that you have a bursary uh, program that you've started as well uh, subsequent uh, in, in the uh, recent years. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But when you look at the landscape now and you see how this has grown Mm. you must be very proud because it wasn't at the scale that we are now talking about you know because busy corner gave us a sense of what is possible and people love it that's so true and when i look around let's say the country you Mm. know in south africa and i see many shisanyamas you know i sleep at night and think i've achieved my goal because what i wanted to achieve is spaces where african people can be who they are products that they can identify with and products that are township based more about their lifestyles Mm. so she said when you look at shisanyama in many areas come over the weekend when people want to have a good time you know they choose wherever they are, even the tourists, when they come and they are asked which places to go, the first thing to experience, you know, township lifestyle or South African, you know, African lifestyle, the first thing they think of is Shisanyama. Yes. Because Shisanyama is just that lifestyle that, that um, we, where we, 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 we show who we are, mm. where, where 
you know, there are memories that have been created where we celebrate and embrace our African lifestyle and culture. Yes, and the food. We'll talk about food as well because that's so central. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where your love started, please put your headphones on, Mazwani, so that we can take this call. Okay. And this afternoon, look out for this book, recently launched, Conquering the Poverty of the Mind, Mazwani's Story. And she, of course, is a pioneer and she's an entrepreneur and businesswoman, founder and director of uh, Busy Corner and Mbizo Shisanyama. And she's also uh, the director of uh, Ngobani Investments Group. We've got Litlokonolo calling from Midrand. Hello, Litlokonolo. Hi, 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 Azani. Hi, Mamzani. Sia Pila Dinjani. Mamzani, um, I bought a house in Ebony Park in 1996 when you opened um, the, 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 the container. I've been coming to your place since then. And I grew a lot of inspiration from you. I'm a, I'm a self-employed. Uh, you, you, you do know me. Uh, me and my younger brother, King Kinsey. Mm. Um, I draw a lot of inspiration from you uh, and, and your brothers and your late brother. Um, you. you know, we, we've been coming to your, to, to Bizu Corner things. And, and when I look at you, I don't read. I don't read a lot of uh, books. But I am telling you, I am going to buy that book. <laughs> because it is someone that I know, that I saw where they where they started if i can say just say a uh, last thing mamzo and i know you you not uh, you have ended over to to, to your son yes. just a word of an advice mm-hmm. um if you can ask your team to have a lot of confidence they must have confidence in the other small businesses around there especially when you do events okay. uh, when you do those events across the road they must have a lot of confidence in okay. us because we are capable we are capable we are there in ebony park we got businesses small businesses we are capable of of, of supplying you with whatever you want okay thank, you. thank you so much and you're taking us into a terrain that i also wanted to talk about mm-hmm. do you want to comment on his call Yes, how I wish I could, you know, if he says he stays, stays uh, not far from Busy Corner, mm. I don't even want to give to give him the number. If he could just go to Busy Corner, get the lady called um, Koketso, yes. who is our um, events coordinator, leave his numbers, because that's okay. exactly what we're doing. Yes, you yes. want to now pull want, in. Uh, yes. yes. In fact, we've been doing that for, for, for many years, mm. but we are going to continue with the conversation. Um, before we take the break, I really just want to get your thoughts because when you think of township, the township economy, government always talks about it, about supporting and building and so on. There are certainly myths and misconceptions about township businesses. Mm. But and, and, and on top of that, we need to understand how to support mm. the, that industry. How do we do so? What are your thoughts? Well, it's a case, when we talk about township economy, mm. it's a case of supporting one another. It's a case of, you know, even, let, let, even the government, I say this often to say, when there are sessions that they want to have about township economies, let them be in the township. Mm. Because if they are outside the township, they aren't going to reach many people. And if they are in the township, that's when that they will get to re- really hear the challenges they face township people, you know, because we don't want to, in fact, township people don't want to remain small. They also want to grow. Yes, they have the yes. contribution that they make as well. When big shopping centers come in, what challenges do they have, township people? Are the shopping centers come in, you know, want to add value in infrastructure and everything else that we mentioned, but without without 
I, I, I don't like use the word killing because I don't think that's the intention, but let me rather use it for now mm-hmm. without killing the businesses that are existing because some of those businesses, they feed families, they take children to school, like Mazwane's business. You know, with people that were making chakalaka, I can mention many of the people that we've empowered. Mm-hmm. When I see the children come back and they have graduated from universities and I see, oh, mama, that I had given them opportunity, they've, they've extended their houses, you know, they are driving cars here. Then I'm saying this is what township economy is about. So when, invest, when investors come into the township, let businesses that are, are in the township be the bridge. Mm-hmm. It's the first economy and the second economy. Let them be the bridge. Yes. Let's form a partnership. Let's see how we can grow a township together. Yes, and not just for the sake of big business, but take or, or be allow the small businesses that have been operating to lead and be a part of that movement forward. Because well, they understand the buying patterns as well yeah. of the township consumers. Mm, mm. We do need to take a break. And I know that for me anyway, this is such an important thrust in this conversation. The book is entitled Conquering the Poverty of the Mind. And we're back with more with Mazwani after the break. The Friday Profile. If you've just joined us, then you're catching us in uh, halfway through a conversation with the author of Conquering the Poverty of the Mind, and that is Mama Rita Zwane. And um, she is the founder of Busy Corner, which is expanding. She has added uh, a, a number of other industries and businesses as she's a serial entrepreneur to her portfolio. She's the managing director of Ngobani Investments Group. There is This has been an incredible journey. Um but there's also a very humble beginning that you come from, from Umlazi in KZN. You talked about your mother earlier mm. on. Yeah. Um, she was a huge inspiration for you, wasn't she? She was. Mm. My mom was, um, when I say entrepreneurship, let it be a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, I remember that when we talk about our mothers, we talk about the original Imbogotos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and when you think about it, that um, these are women that had no less than five five children in a household earning less than 300 rand at a time. How do I know that? Because there were times when I used to go and, and, and work uh, at the, my mom's workplace where yes. she was working as a domestic worker. You so had a point I would when get, you were a domestic worker. I would get paid. So yes. I still know it was less than 300 rand. And you, you wonder with uh, seven children, that's where um, um, my other siblings and her, we were eight. How on earth did she manage to make sure that, you know, we still all go to, go to school. She still feeds us. But, you know, you can see that these are women that were hustling before the, the name hustling was even popular. Yeah. So she has been my um, inspiration ever since, even now. Yes. Because at 89, my mom still hustles. At 89. At 89, she still hustles. <laughs> but, 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 you know, not hustling like going out, but she still gives me advice. Mm-hmm. At 89, I still take them. Mm-hmm. So my mom is, has been a huge inspiration for me because she's been there. You mm-hmm. know, she's been making sure that we don't idly at home. She would make sure that, you know, when, we, she, when she goes to work, come back, bring newspapers. Because those those days, you know, um, what do you call them? I like using the township lingo, yeah. um, the chicken the chicken feet and, yes. and, and, and insights. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. would call I'm them too. ama ama uduana and hey, ama uduana, yes. But then, but then the lingo that I like is um, is uh, the shoelaces and the cocks. <laughs> <laughs> shoelaces and cocks. 
Yes, yes. That's the first of yeah. <laughs> but but hustling means one would walk past those newspapers, she would collect them and mm. sell them. That mm. was hustling. Mm, absolutely. Um, and when when one looks at how you came up as well, as you talk about the stint when you worked very hard, starting out as a domestic worker, you came to Johannesburg um, and then you transitioned to being a receptionist. Yes. And then you were in the call center, the steady. How important is that? Steady, hard work, focus as a part, an important part of that formula to success. It's very important because, you know, it, it's a journey. Mm. You have a vision, you know where, where the goal is, but it's not a case of reaching that goal within a week, within a month or a year, but it's staying focused and true to what you believe in. Yeah. So I would say it's very important. There are no quick wins. Excuse me. There are no quick wins. Um, yeah, and, and, and like a mother, I tell even the, the, the upcoming entrepreneurs and the young generation that whilst you're doing that, never forget to pray because God gives you the desires of your heart. He doesn't dream for you, but he makes your dream become a reality. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's our promo, Karabo. <laughs> Let's go to Darlene <laughs> in West Dean. Hello, Darlene. Good afternoon, how are you? Very good. Welcome, Darlene. Thank you. I just want to say I know Rita very, very well. Mm-hmm. She's like a sister to me. I get very emotional now because when we spoke earlier today, I said to her, I will definitely be listening. But mm-hmm. when I heard her, I couldn't resist to phone in and to just tell you that you said he was one of the most fabulous women and most astute businesswoman in South Africa. She is an example to each and every young person out there who wants to become an entrepreneur. They can learn so much from her and she gives back all the time. Mm. Through her she's and Yama business, she has made people very, very successful. She took a lady that was a cleaner and this lady now owns her own cleaning company and cleans major buildings all over Johannesburg. Rita, you're a superstar. I love you, my sister. Thank you so much, Darlene. <laughs> Darlene, thank you for a beautiful call, giving us insights into the heart of this incredible woman. Let's talk about that expansion because mm. you have gone on to uh, explore other industries. Yes, the industries in a sense that, well... Yeah, you're touching a, a, a very um, a interesting topic mm-hmm. from where I'm sitting as a business person. Because mm-hmm. I've explored in, under, in, in other industries and somewhere I failed, like in tracking. I went into tracking many years ago. Mm-hmm. You know when there was that hype with the mines? Logistics. Was, logistics yes, and all. I yeah, I also, because I wanted to, 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 to diversify, but my goal was to be able to own property portfolio. And I thought as a business person, I'm not going to use the money mm-hmm. from, from this one business. Let me get another source of income so that I then invest in, 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 in properties. Well, I got, I got bent there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, five years later, I paid off the truck, the, the trucks and I took my... The bankers took my uh, their head off me because that was a struggle. Yeah. But I did not give up on the dream I had of owning property portfolio. Then we started. I started buying those properties, and from where where I'm sitting now, there are commercial properties and residential properties, and we are beginning to 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 develop them. You know, yes. and my passion, and they are in the township. Let me mention that my passion is you find those uh, convenient shopping centers that were in the township back then. And those convenient shopping centers were so useful, but now they need to be resuscitated. Yes. You know, before we even go back to say, let's identify them, because I know in each province they, they have done that in townships. But the ones that I've already bought, let's go back to say, 
in the township, what is it that used to work mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. and start developing those properties? Mm-hmm. Obviously, outside here, yeah, it's a it's a it's a commercial where we'll put the block of flats and 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 and, and do the rentals. Because yes. what I learned from the books that I was I was I was reading. Because when I wrote this book, I was I was writing it for young and upcoming entrepreneurs and young women as well. Mm-hmm. Some are executives that want to get out of the workspace and and and, and pursue their dream and vision. And I was reading books like Your Rich Dad and Your Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. And I learned that you must get to a point where your money works for you. Yes. Because you get to, to a point where you can't be running around. Age is against you like where I am now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, with the investment I did when I when my son went to school, mm. he came back mm. and realized that you've got properties all over Mazwane. Okay, now let's structure them correctly. Let's have, you know, a portfolio that focuses on properties yes. so that you'll be able to sit back, relax, and, and, and enjoy your grandchildren whilst the money is coming in. Yes. Oh, <laughs> what a beautiful journey this mm. has been. Um, so th- this book, um, because I'm looking at the publishers, it's through Tracy uh, McDonald mm. and uh, written by Isabella Morris, yes. who obviously sat with you to listen to the details mm. of your life and the journey that you've traveled. Mm. So it's already out in bookstores. Our listeners can can find them at re- reputable bookstores. Yes, they can find them at reputable bookstores. They can also go on Amazon.com. Yes. They will find the book there. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. And thank you for documenting. I'm such a huge fan. I think it's so important for us to document uh, our history, our journeys, to add to the wealth of knowledge, the ethnography of what is out there in the world. You're an absolute pioneer. It's been a pleasure. Yes. Because that's the legacy we need to leave for our children. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Documenting means 10 years, 10 to 50 years, 100 years, they will read about books like this yes. and be inspired. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Azani. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's Mazwani. Marita Zwani, Conquering the Poverty of the Mind. And that's her story from shipping container to business uh, to busy corner.